Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. I'm going to continue on what I started last week about walking in the blessing and tied it into speaking blessing. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit of it. Amen. And the Lord said, Behold, I call before you heaven and earth as witnesses. I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose you life that you and your seed or generations after you may live. So I'm talking about a generational blessing. You choose the blessing. Blessing is not something that just happens. It doesn't happen by, by chance. Oh, I wish something, something. No, it happens when you make a choice. I choose to be blessed. I choose life. Amen. And how do, you, how do you choose life? Not only do you believe it, you must speak it. You, ha- you have to speak life. You have to speak blessing. Amen. Amen. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Blessing and cursing are in the power of the tongue. Amen. So the Bible talks clearly about the power of our words and the confession of our mouths. And today I want to speak to you about victory in your mouth. Amen. A lot of people are waiting for a victory. I wish victory does just, doesn't just happen by chance. Victory happens when you fight the good fight of faith and you overcome the world by faith. Whatever comes your way and things are going to come your way. Personally or corporately. Just what happens in the world, what happens in the nation, what happens in the, in the economy, what happens in the church world and what happens in your personal life, your family. Things are going to come at you. There's still a devil out there. Amen. He hates God and he hates everything that's good. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So there's an abundant life that God has prepared for you. Jesus has paid the price for you. And you must speak it. You must speak abundance and you must speak life. You must speak the blessing. Amen. The power in our words. Whatever we speak will shape what we believe. How we act. What we have, and eventually the life that we live, which is our destinies. Amen? The Word of God is near you. It's in your mouth and it's in your heart. So the Word of God has to be. You can't just say, well, I believe it. It's not enough just to believe it in your heart. You must speak it. You must speak it with your mouth. The Bible says that because Jesus spoke the Word, He had the anointing without measure. Imagine, there was not a single, listen. There was not a single word that came out of the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ that did not line up with God's word because he was the word that became flesh. Everything that he spoke was 100% completely the word of God. And because of that, even he says, when the enemy was coming, he says, the God of this world is coming and he has nothing on me and nothing in me. Why? Because he never opened the door by speaking the words. And even when the enemy came to tempt him, right? With the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, Jesus spoke, it is written, it is written, it is written. And then, of course, when the enemy came and uh, tried his three strategies, the three weapons that he always uses against humankind, that because he has mastered it, he had nothing more to do and nothing more to say and no more weapons, no more temptations. The Bible says he left them looking for an opportune time. So when you speak God's word, amen, 
there will be no open doors. But whenever, listen, listen to me very carefully. Whenever you speak contrary to the word of God, to the will of God, it's going to open a door for the enemy. And the Bible says, do not give the enemy and access in your life. And the Greek, there is foothold, something to hold on to. You don't want to give the enemy foothold. Remember when Joshua was going into the promised land, the Lord spoke to me, said, wherever your feet step upon, wherever you put your feet upon, I will give it to you. And no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Be bold, be courageous, right? So foothold, that's taking dominion. Amen. So you need to Take dominion in your life by authority, by the words you speak, amen, and not give a foothold or dominion or authority to the enemy. Amen. So we got to close every door, every door of opportunity that the enemy will have in your life, anything that's going to give him an advantage, anything that's going to give him authority, because when, as a born-again, blood-bought, blood-washed, blood-saved child of God filled with the Holy Ghost, the enemy really has no authority over your life except what you give him and your words are one of the biggest ways that the enemy will try to gain access into your life he'll use the eye gate and the ear gate whatever you see and whatever you hear that is contrary to the word of God he'll he'll try to get you to repeat it and confess it and the more you repeat it remember revelation comes by repetition when you repeat God's word you're going to get revelation which is going to bring faith but when you repeat what the enemy is saying, what the enemy is doing, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get into fear because fear is the opposite of faith. And it works exactly the same way faith works. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Fear comes by hearing, hearing the word of the devil. Amen. So let's look at a few scriptures. Look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you'll be condemned. So you don't want to speak words that are going to bring you into a place of condemnation and bondage. Amen. Some people are just bound by their own words. We have the keys of the kingdom to bind and to loose. Your words can bind you into the blessing or your words can bind you into fear. Your words can lose prosperity and abundance and provision or your words can lose poverty and lack. That's why you have to be very careful what you speak. Hallelujah. Math, uh, Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty three. For assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Hallelujah. Notice. Believe is mentioned once, say is mentioned three times. Whosoever says, whatever he says will be done, and he will have whatever he says. So three times the word say, one time the word believe is mentioned. A lot of people believe, but they never speak. They never say anything. We got a lot of incognito Christians these days, closet Christians. If, if you were brought into a court of law, will there be enough evidence to convict you as a Christian? 
If they were to bring the testimonies of co-workers and family members and people around you, will they all be able to testify beyond the shadow of any doubt that you are a Christian? Even today now, churches are filled with people all over America. And that's about the only time you might have some kind of an evidence that they might, and I say might, be a Christian because they showed up to a one-hour dry cleaning service someplace. And then they, later on, they spent more time at the cafe than they actually did hearing the word of God. That's the issue now we're dealing with. And, so, and, then, and then they walk out, and it's almost like they have compartmentalized their life. It's just that one hour, that two hour time that they've sort of given to God by showing up at church. The rest of the time, God's not even involved in their life. You would never know by the words they speak, by the actions. Do you understand me? So... There must be enough evidence for you to be convicted as a Christian. Hallelujah. And how will they know if they don't hear? So speak. Let them know. Hallelujah. And when people are speaking rubbish around you, you can do it nicely. You can do it politely. You don't have to be, you know, a, a, you know, a jerk about it or whatever. But just speak clearly what you believe. Hallelujah. And I was around some people, you know, and, uh, and they said, to, well, we respect what you say. I said, you know what? I disrespect what you say because it's wrong. I respectfully disrespect what you say because, you know, the, the kind thing would be, I do respect your opinion too. But if your opinion is from the pit of hell, I have no respect for it. And I'll, I'll say it nicely, but I do not agree with it whatsoever because here's what God's word says. Well, yeah, okay, uh, we respect your opinion. It's not my opinion. It's God's word. <laughs> it's God's word. So speak to the mountain. What could be the mountain in your life? Anybody have any mountains to move? Is it a mountain of debt? What is the mountain? Move it by speaking to it. It doesn't say speak about it. It says speak to it. Most people spend more time speaking about it than speaking to it. The more you speak about it, the bigger the mountain gets. Speak to it so it disappears. I was meditating on this verse one day and I was thinking about why the sea, you know, because Jesus could have said, speak to the mountain and it'll become flat. He says, be thou cast into the sea. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, it is called the sea of forgetfulness. That means not only will the mountain be moved, it'll be forgotten. There'll be no trace of it that it even existed. There'll be no, nothing left. There'll be no residue left. It'll be buried in the sea of forgetfulness. Whatever you speak and move out of your life and remove out of your life will be buried in the sea of forgetfulness. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. It's time to move some mountains. Do we have any mountain movers in this place today? Do we have any devil caster outers in this place? Hallelujah. Pastor, I need provision. 
A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. Even, even the statement, I need provision, is not biblical. That, that, even that is enough, a statement that's, that doesn't line up with the word of God. I need provision. You don't need provision. Your provision has been provided. Your needs are met. My God shall supply or meet all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. My needs are met. Lord, use me to meet the needs of others. I need to get you guys, I need to move you out of this whole need based living need consciousness i need no no you don't need anything everything you need has been met if you will seek first his kingdom and his righteousness all these things shall be added on to you so how how is it that a man's stomach is satisfied by the fruit of his mouth speak lord i thank you you are jehovah jireh you're my provider all my needs are met heavenly father i thank you i'm your child Hallelujah, you know every need that I have, and I thank you that all my needs are met, and I will worry not even one split second about anything, any of my needs. I just thank you. I give you praise that my needs are met in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every day, when, you, when in your rising up, speak it. In your lying down, speak it. Thank you, Lord, for another day where all my needs are met over and above, and I walk in abundance in Jesus' mind. This is going to be a day of abundance. This is going to be a day of overflow. This is going to be a day of miracles. Miracles are going to line up for me. Everywhere I go, miracles are going to pop like popcorn. Everywhere I go, the blessing of the Lord is looking for me. Everywhere I go, the blessing of the Lord is chasing me down and overtaking me. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, you have commanded your angels they have gone before me. They prepare the way for me. Everywhere I go, I walk into a position of victory and favor in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. That's how you believe it. That's how you speak it. And your needs will be satisfied. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Hallelujah. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. That's what we were doing. Getting everybody filled, and but how are you feeling? Open your mouth and I'll fill it. So you open your mouth, you started rejoicing and haha, and people got filled. That's how you get filled. You don't get filled. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. No, you're all in your head. Open your mouth and I'll fill it. And when we released the joy, people started getting filled. You know why? Because it's in here. It's not coming from there somewhere. It's in here. It's actually coming up from within. It's actually coming up from within. There's a well of living water on the inside of you. Hallelujah. With joy, you shall draw forth water from the wells of salvation. So joy is the bucket you send down to bring up the water. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Talked about that. This is Proverbs 18, 20, and 21. I already referenced this. Romans chapter 10, verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Believing with your heart is not enough to get you saved. Confession with the mouth. See, believing with the heart makes you righteous because that's faith in your heart. The just shall live by faith. But faith must be confessed. For it to come to fulfillment. For it to fully 
fully manifest it has to be for your salvation to manifest it's not enough to believe it with your heart you must confess it with your mouth hallelujah that's why there is no quiet salvation prayer you go to some churches they're so afraid to offend everybody just in your seat we don't even want to bother you or or just just close your eyes if you would like just just pray this in your heart dear lord jesus no you have to come publicly confess him because jesus died publicly on a cross in front of everybody while they spat on him so you have to come publicly because jesus said if you deny me before man i'll deny you before my father in heaven if you will confess me before man i will confess you before my father in heaven so confession is made onto righteous uh, onto salvation so you confess it and you you you, you say it like you mean it Amen. hallelujah And 2 Corinthians 4 and 13. Since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what it is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. So this is the spirit of faith. What is the spirit of faith? Believing and speaking. Spirit of faith is not just having faith in your heart, but having faith in your mouth. The word of God in your mouth, in your heart. That is the word of faith speaking words of faith amen and i'm not talking about some movement or some church in tulsa i'm talking about the word of god this was written two thousand years before brother hagan was even born or whoever you think is a part of the name it and claim it movement and because people will just always want to put a label on something you one of them name it and claim it people you one of them broke people Whatsoever he says, he shall have. As long as it's in line with the word of God. Whatsoever you say. You speak healing, it's yours. Because it's already provided for in the atonement on the cross. You speak provision, it's done. All your debts are paid. You speak abundance, it's done. Jesus said, I've come that you might have abundant life. You want to speak prosperity, it's done. Dearly beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. If there's a prayer in the word, praying, an apostle of God, praying for people to prosper, that means it is God's will for you to prosper. problem is people have cut so many chapters out in their bible they have a holy bible full of holes <laughs> and why is there such an attack on the message of tithing and prosperity now it's actually a part of the demonic plot of the globalists and the world economic forum because they don't want christians to prosper they don't want christians to give so they actually have their agents in the church propagating false doctrine to bring the church into bondage so that Christians and the church cannot rise up so that they can have all the money to advance their wicked plans while Christians are sitting around with a bake sale trying to pay the light bill and stuff isn't even taste good
I, I was in high school, wasn't even saved yet. I had come home from, from school and these two ladies, hats and dresses, came and knocked on the door. I opened it and they were selling brownies. Would you like to buy a brownie? It's for our church and this and that, whatever they were doing. I don't remember the details of it. And I like brownies, so I said, I'll buy them. I bought a couple of brownies, you know, a couple of dollars. They were the worst brownies I ever had. I spit them out. If you're going to sell brownies, at least sell something decent. Funding missions with a brownie sale. How many brownies did you sell? 14. Oh, okay, 14. You can't even go down the street, let alone go to the nations with 14 bucks. That's the problem. That's the spirit of poverty. It's a religious devil. And spirit of religion and spirit of poverty are like the Siamese twins from the pit of hell. Wherever you find religion, you find poverty. Wherever you find the Holy Ghost moving, people get blessed, people prosper, people are happy, people are breaking through, people are getting victories, people are healed, people are strong. People are hearing God's voice. People have revelation. People are moving in the power of the Holy Ghost, casting out devils, healing the sick. They're operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Come on, somebody. We have the power of the Holy Ghost. That is prosperity. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, when you are filled with the power of God, the same power that raised Christ from the dead, dwelling within you, quickening your mortal body. Come on, somebody. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than what you ask or think, according to the power that is at work in you. Power that is at work in you. And greater is the power that's at work in you than greater or the power that's at work in the world. The world wants a bunch of sorry, depressed Christians, broke, sick, busted, disgusted. That's what the enemy wants for the church. We're not going to capitulate. We're not going to bow. We're going to rise up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Start confessing yourself into victory every day in every area. You got to become well-rounded. Because the area where you, you're weak in faith is the area the enemy is going to try to, to try to attack. So make sure that you become well-rounded. You develop your faith in every area. See, I've seen people, they believe in healing, but they don't believe in the blessing. They believe in healing. They, they can receive healing, but they can't receive their provision. They can't receive the prosperity. Yeah. I believe in healing, but I don't know about that prosperity stuff. You got to be well-rounded in every area. This is the full gospel. Not half gospel, not quarter gospel. Hallelujah. Fight the good fight of faith with the word of God spoken out of your mouth, which is the sword of the spirit. And let me give you some word confessions. I'll put some in the bulletin for you. Take those. Confess those this month. And there's just a few because you can only fit so much. But I'll put the full thing on the website. How about that? I've got a lot. You ready? Come on. Lift your hands. Speak this out loud. Let's, let's confess some scriptures. I'll give you some examples. In 2023, my faith will grow 
I am determined that my knowledge of God's word will grow. My understanding of God's word will grow. Therefore, faith will come to me and my faith will grow. I will develop spiritually in 2023. Hallelujah. I mean, that's based on Romans 10, 17. How about this? Based on Psalm 119, 130. Speak this out loud. I will find out what God's word says. And I will act on it. I will get results. I will see to it that God's word finds entrance into my spirit. Light will come and faith will arise. Hallelujah. Second, yeah, yeah, that's good. Second Corinthians 5.17. Say this. I am a new creature. Old things inside of me have passed away. All things inside of me has become new. I have new life. I have a new nature. I have the life of God. I have the nature of God on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How about this? According to Hebrews 10, 16 and 17. My God does not remember my sins and iniquities. Neither do I remember them. I stand in God's presence as if I had never sinned. Hallelujah. That's what it means to be justified. How about this one? 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Say this. I keep my body under. I do not let my body rule me. I bring my body into subjection of my spirit. You have to speak that way to your flesh. When your flesh tries to rise up. Hold on flesh. I'm putting, I'm putting you under. I'm ruling over you. You're not ruling over me. I'm putting you under. I'm ruling over your flesh. You're not going to rule over me. Amen. Because the flesh will take you to a place you don't want to go. And you'll end up in a place you don't want to end up. You don't want to go. You don't want to be led by the flesh. You've got to take authority over your flesh. If you don't do it purposefully, the flesh will begin to just creep in and, and take over. Hallelujah. How about this next one? I refuse to walk as a mere person. I am changed. I'm a new creature in Christ. I will grow up in Christ. I will grow up spiritually. I, the spirit on the inside of me, will dominate my being. I will walk as a spiritual person. I will behave myself after the standard of God's word. I will walk in love. I will walk by faith. I will walk in the spirit. And that's a combination of about four different scriptures. How about this one? 1 Peter 2.24. By his stripes, I was healed. If I was, then I am. I am healed. Healing is mine. I have it now. How about this one here? My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I am abundantly supplied. All my needs are met. I lack nothing in Christ. God's riches are raining upon me. His glory is providing my every need. God is opening his good treasure to me. Raining down blessings and provision upon me. I shall lend to many nations. I shall not borrow. Hallelujah. How about this one from Colossians 1, that, uh, one of the prayers of Paul, 9 through 13. Come on, say this. I am filled 
with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding i walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him i am fruitful in every good work i increase in knowledge i am strengthened with all might according to his glorious power i have all patience and long suffering with joy i am a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in the light i have been delivered from the power of darkness i have been brought into the kingdom of god hallelujah you want to do a few more and this is high octane stuff right here it's like better than rocket fuel my love abounds more and more in knowledge and all discernment i approve the things that are excellent i am sincere and without offense till the day of christ i am being filled with the fruit of righteousness my life gives glory to god and that's on that's based on philippines 1 9 and 11. how about this one i have the mind of christ come on put your, put your hand on say i have the mind of christ jesus has been made wisdom unto me i have wisdom i have god's mind i have spiritual understanding of the plan and purposes of god the holy spirit is my teacher he leads me into all truth he teaches me wisdom hallelujah Ooh, i like this one next one no weapon of the devil formed against me shall prosper because i am an overcomer in christ i am more than a conqueror the greater one lives on the inside of me god is my refuge and fortress he will deliver me from every trap of the enemy i am not afraid of the terror by night i am not afraid of the arrow that flies by day i am not afraid of the pestilence covid that walks in darkness i'm not afraid of the destruction that lays waste at noonday a thousand will fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand come on stretch out your right hand at my right hand ten thousand will fall at my right hand but it shall not come near me no evil shall come upon me no plague shall come near my house god will protect me i am blessed going in and i'm blessed coming out i have supernatural protection angels of the lord encamp around me as a wall of fire to protect me <laughs> oh my god man it's like you read that you can charge hell with a dry water pistol you know it's like my lord god this is a good one here god's grace and favor are upon my life i am a blessing everywhere i go i find favor in every circumstance i have favor with god i have favor with people people go out of their way to help me i find favor with authorities i find favor 
in business. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. And that's a combination of multiple verses. Hallelujah. I'm a child of God. I am not my own. I am bought with a price. I'm crucified with Christ. I am risen with Christ. I'm a partaker of the divine nature of God. I'm casting all my cares upon Him because He cares for me. I am strong in the Lord. Say like, I'm, I'm strong. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of His might. I'm reigning in life through Jesus Christ. I'm walking by faith, not by sight. I am doing all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm a child of God. I'm led by His Spirit. I am forgiven. I'm not under condemnation. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am complete in Him. I'm quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. I'm set free from the law of sin and death. I'm delivered from the fear of death. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, if you believe all of these, give the Lord a big shout. I thought I had one more page. We're going to get you loaded. I got a few more. Let's finish this out. I'm laboring to enter into his rest. I am boldly entering the throne of grace in my time of need. I'm walking in the spirit and I'm not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. I belong to Christ. Therefore, I have crucified the flesh with its lusts and its desires. I am glorifying God in my body and in my spirit. I am walking in the newness of life. I am being transformed by the renewing of my mind. I am, I am beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and I'm being changed into the same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. I am fixing my eyes on what is eternal. I'm receiving power from the Lord to create wealth. I'm growing up into Jesus Christ in all things. I am speaking the truth in love. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, say this. I am what the Word says I am. I have what the Word says I have. And I will do what the Word says I will do. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.